0: Ranging from nutrition, fitness, mental health, and how we can all work to get closer to our authentic selves. I might even bring on a few special guests along the way. Thanks for taking the time to listen today, and I can't wait to get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Wellness and Chill podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Schultz, and this is the second time I'm trying to record this episode. I tried recording yesterday, and then I listened back to it today and realized that I went on way too many tangents that had nothing to do with the topic, and it was just a little bit too chaotic for me. So uh, with that being said, let's just get into it i did hold a poll on the wellness and chill podcast instagram if you're not following that you can follow it at wellness and chill pod on instagram Um, i held a poll to see what topic you guys would want to see next and this topic kind of won by a long shot so today we're going to be talking about reaching our full potential and i've been thinking about this lately what exactly it means to reach your full potential because i feel like you hear that a lot people will say you know i don't think you know you're reaching your full potential or you could be doing more with your life or you know whatever it may be um i also have been thinking a lot about just my purpose in life and if you guys listen to episode four i think that's probably pretty clear Uh, In that episode, I was just kind of in a little bit of a rut and feeling like I might be in a small existential crisis. So I know deep down that my life purpose isn't to spend all my time on social media or worrying about my physical appearance all the time or even spending my whole career helping other businesses grow i see so much like suffering in the world and when you see that kind of stuff it's easy to kind of reflect on your own life and think like ask yourself how can i help like what am i doing with my life like i see these people in such suffering and i'm so worried about you know the trivial things and it really kind of puts things in perspective And when I see that stuff, it really kind of motivates me to want to do more with my life than just simply, you know, live a comfortable, normal life. I really would love to just help people in a bigger way, make have a bigger positive purpose in the world. Um, And everyone was put on this earth, you know, obviously for a different reason. And it could be something, you know, just as simple as starting a family or, just experiencing human life, which is amazing in its own. And if that's your purpose, that that's there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not invalidating that at all. Um, But I also think often like we weren't put on this planet to just work a nine to five at a job that doesn't fulfill us or doesn't really have much meaning to us. Uh, we were put on this earth to one, enjoy life, experience life, help others along the way, you know, make the world a better place than it was when we came into it, which I think our generation is doing a really good job at kind of going in that direction. So I'm happy to say that, you know, I'm in the Gen Z generation because as a whole, I think we are being pretty progressive and making change. And that's something I'm super happy about. But on the topic of reaching our full potential, again, I think that's different for everyone. But for me personally, I think my full potential, um, when I think about this, I think about kind of my highest self or my ideal self. What do I see myself doing in the future or what would I love to do, you know, if money wasn't an, an issue or anything like that? And for me, my sort of highest potential would be me being someone who is confident, doesn't really stress about the small things, um, doesn't put so much emphasis on the trivial worries of life, who's really trying to make progressive change in the world, helping people in need, um, and just simply trying to make a positive impact. Even if that impact is small, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, But for me, that's what I see. And I often will sort of journal and reflect on this. And I will often journal from a perspective of this person, sort of my highest self or my dream self. And when I do this, I get really specific and I go into heavy detail. And I think this is a really great exercise just to sort of manifest your life. And I'll go into sort of manifest versus action because they're two very different things, but I think they complement one another very well. Um, So I do do sort of this manifestation journaling from the perspective of my highest self. So when I get specific, I will write down, you know, what does my highest self, what do they eat? What do they drink? Where do they live? Who do they talk to? Who do they spend the most time with? Um, what are their hobbies? What's their career? What's their day-to-day life look like? And I get really specific and sort of write out this dream life of mine and almost write from a perspective as those things, like I already have them. Um, it's already true. I'm writing in a present moment. Um, so once I do that, um. I think it's important to sort of look at that. And that's sort of your big picture. So that's your big picture goal, quote unquote. And it's important when trying to reach this full potential of yours is to set goals, but break your big picture goal into smaller fragments. And you can honestly just choose like one or two things that you'd like to focus on at a time and then begin to put those things into action. So as I said earlier, manifestation and action are two different things, but complement each other very well. So once you sort of do this manifestation journal work, it's more important not only to kind of get that idea, but it's more important to actually put those things into action. Just writing them down isn't going to make these things just magically appear. Yes, it's getting your mindset in a really good place and in the right place to kind of start these actions, which is why I think that they go so well together. But once you're setting these goals, you want to create these action-focused goals to help you just every day, just slowly build up to that dream, highest ideal self that you have. And like I said, it's different for everybody. Um, but breaking that down into smaller fragments will make it a lot more sort of realistic, obtainable, um, and getting specific. You know, maybe if my goal or my highest potential is working in like a seaside area or living by the beach, then for example, that is something I'd love to do. I'd love to live by the beach one day. And in order to do that, I have to kind of look at, well, what can I do to get to that point? or what's stopping me from getting to that point. And right now, the big thing would be finances. Um, I don't have the funds to live on the beach, you know, so I'd have to think, okay, well, how can I make more money? And you can really just make these things smaller and smaller um, to just create these tiny little goals that you can complete each day or each week to help you actually get closer to reaching your full potential. So, for example, if I needed to make more money so I can live on the beach, I'd have to ask myself, how can I make more money? And whether that be I get a second job or I get a nine to five job, or maybe I, you know, look at my budget a little bit, cut back on my spending, maybe don't go on so many Starbucks runs each week, kind of just see where can I make those changes to help me increase my funds to hopefully one day move to the beach. And when you're setting these goals, it's the best to create SMART goals. And SMART is actually an acronym. It stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So basically you wanna be very specific on your goals and make sure it's something measurable. So for example, don't just say, I need to make more money. Really write down, dig into it, how can I make more money? Be specific. How much money do I need to make? How, you know, in what time frame do I have to make this money? Um, And also make it something that's measurable. Again, like picking a specific sort of number as your goal to work towards. But then you also want to create goals that are both attainable and realistic. So, for example, um, I'm not going to say, you know, I... By next year, I'm going to be living on the beach, because maybe to live on the beach, I'm just going to pick like arbitrary numbers. Say I have to um, make three hundred thousand dollars a year to comfortably live in the area that I want to. But right now, I'm making you know twenty five thousand a year. Well, chances are you're not going to make a two hundred and seventy five thousand dollar jump within the next year. I mean, things do happen. You know, you can win the lottery or you can go viral on TikTok and your whole life will change overnight. Um, But for the majority of us, that's just not realistic or attainable. So you really want to also keep that in mind. You know, think of how much time is kind of realistic for this goal to sort of come into fruition. And then also just, again, kind of going with that. Um, Pick a goal that's timely. So in what time period am I going to achieve this goal? And just, again, getting really specific and digging deep to help break down your big goal into smaller um, achievable fragments. I recently completed a six-week social media management course. Um, For those of you that don't know, I am a social media manager manager. So I'm always trying to, you know, broaden my skills, learn more. So I took a course with Hannah Eve. She's an amazing uh, social media manager. She actually owns her own social media marketing uh, agency. So she's super inspiring in that field. But anyway, I took a course with her. And on the very last day, basically at the end of the last class, she said this. And I think this was a really good journaling prompt to kind of think about but she said think about one thing that you can do in only 10 minutes tomorrow to get you closer to your kind of big picture or dream life so she said one thing that you can do that only takes 10 minutes so think of just a super small thing that can get you literally one step closer to wherever you want to go so it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, I think it's always great to make sort of not crazy moves once in a while, but take risks when you know you've weighed the pros and cons. But this this kind of prompt really got me thinking. Like you don't have to do these crazy things every single day and put so much stress and pressure on yourself to you know reach this goal. But it can be something super small that only takes ten minutes that you can do tomorrow so for example for me if i wanted to make more money so i can live on the beach well maybe one thing that i can do for 10 minutes tomorrow would be to submit one application at a new job or look on upwork for some more freelancing positions or even just save a few jobs and then the next day you can go through and start applying and whatever it may be but the idea is to just Think of really small things you can do because over time, these small changes can really lead to a huge transformation or to help you really reach your end goal. Another point that I kind of want to touch on, um, I think it's really important to set time aside um, to specifically focus on kind of reaching your goals or getting one step closer. So just setting that time aside, you know, it could be each day or each week or whatever kind of the urgency you have to reach this goal is. Um, But just having periods, you know, throughout your day that's dedicated specifically towards just bettering yourself to get you one step closer to reaching your full potential. And this could be something small. It could just be like reading a chapter in your book Um, or, you know, picking up a new skill that'll get you closer to where you want to be or just something that's helping you work towards your overall goal. And working on that time management to just fit that into your schedule is super helpful because a lot of times, you know, by the end of the day, working all day and then you come home and you cook and clean and if, if you have kids, take care of your kids. It can be really hard to set that time aside for yourself to kind of help you take yourself to the next level but that's so important to also focus on yourself focus on things that bring you happiness that bring you joy that you know just helps you evolve as a person so it's super important to also set time aside for that but with that being said it's also very important to set time aside to rest and recharge So if you are exhausted and you truly don't have time and your body is just telling you you're so tired, you need to sleep, sleep in that case is super productive. And this is a concept that I've constantly had to kind of train myself. Um, You know, my eight hours of sleep is super important to me, but then I am not the type of person who will ever take naps. So if I'm feeling super tired throughout the day, I tend to just push through that. And when I do that, I never really come out with the best outcome of work or I never really get things done the way I wanted to. So instead of constantly trying to, you know, fight my body to continue working when I'm truly exhausted or my mind is just like filled with a hundred things that I can't put my all into it, in that case, it's super productive just to take a moment Breathe, take a nap if you have to, do like a 10-minute meditation just to sort of ground yourself, rest, recharge when needed. Um, Because honestly, it can just be so much more productive when you are in the right mindset to do these types of things. But with all of that being said, honestly, I think that the number one kind of thing that can help you reach your full potential which isn't always, you know, the most comfortable or the funnest, but I think it is the one that makes the biggest difference. And that is not being afraid to take risks or leave your comfort zone. And this is a big one for me um, because I find so much comfort in being comfortable. Um, And I think a lot of people are like that. You know, it's never fun to leave your comfort zone, but that is honestly where the most growth happens. And I think a lot of the times that we don't take risks or we don't want to leave our comfort zone is because we have this fear. Uh, We have a fear because we don't know what the outcome is going to be, because it's trying something new that we might not be good at right away. Um, It's the fear of failure. And... When it comes to the idea of failure, I truly do believe that everything is a learning experience. I don't think in many cases it's even possible to truly fail because even if you try something and you're not good at it, you can at least say that you tried and now you know that maybe if you didn't like it that's not for you and you can focus on something else. But instead of having kind of a thought that you're always wondering like, man, I really want to try this, but like, I don't know if I'd be good at it. Or like, I don't know if people will judge me. And that's only holding you back, especially when it comes to the idea of not doing something you want to do because you have the fear of being judged. That's a huge one that I think a lot of people have, including myself. Um, But when you're constantly holding yourself back because you have the fear of people judging you. Then you're truly not even living a life that's for you. You're living a life that's for other people. And then you're going to reach the age one day where you're just like, man, like, what would have happened if I just took that risk? Or if I left that job that I hated and tried to pursue something that I really wanted to? Or what if I, you know, went outside my comfort zone? Maybe I would have had, you know, these memories that would last a lifetime that. You can just reflect on for literally the rest of your life and i think that taking risks um sometimes you know okay how do i want to say this i think it is important to kind of weigh out the pros and cons because you do need a plan like for example if you are just going to take the risk and quit your job with no plan then things might not work out you know exactly how you imagine them to You do have to sort of plan these types of things and weigh out the pros and cons. But if it's just something that, you know, is holding you back, that there's nothing really holding you back except your own like mindset or something like that. In that case, it's important just to go for it. Take that leap of faith. If it's, you know, not physically going to harm you or anybody else, I think that you will never really regret taking a risk because it's something that, a lot of the times will just like weigh on you if you don't do it. You, you'll you constantly just be wondering like, what would have been if I would have done this? Or what could the outcome be? So there's no better way to find out than to just do it. Um, And I think that this is actually one of the best ways to also kind of build confidence is doing things that maybe scare you, but then doing it anyway. I think that is probably like the number one way to just instantly boost your confidence and like i said even if these things don't turn out the way you planned it's just the idea that you did something that you know you might not normally do or makes you a little bit uncomfortable that makes you feel good about yourself and just makes you feel a little bit more confident in life all around and i think the best kind of um, visual for this type of thing there's this youtube video or this youtube channel it's called yes theory And they are a bunch of guys that kind of go out and do these crazy things that, you know, no normal person or would think of doing because they're kind of outlandish. They're a little bit like scary or so they'll go traveling and do all these crazy things. And they are literally the ideal in my mind, like they are doing exactly what scares them every single day and then they document it and whenever I kind of need some inspiration to maybe do something that's outside of my comfort zone, I think that watching them really helps. And I'm sure there's more you know, YouTube channels out there with people doing similar things, but I know that they're a pretty popular one and they have so many different videos doing so many different things and they're really inspiring as well. So I think that's a really great sort of resource to look into as well. But overall, I think that's like the main thing is going outside of your comfort zone, setting goals, kind of really figuring out and writing out what is your big picture goal, what does your full potential look like, and then just spend some time really breaking it down into smaller segments and actionable steps that you can work on every day or every week or, you know, in order to help get yourself to that big picture goal. So that's really all I wanted to say today. Again, it's been something that's been on my mind recently, just figuring out your life purpose and what do I really want to be doing with my life and all of those thoughts that are super common as a 20-something-year-old. And we're all just sort of starting to really come into our own person. You know, a lot of us are either graduated high school or graduated college and are really focusing more on ourselves instead of sort of following what everyone else was doing in like middle school and high school where everyone just tried to sort of conform to be the same person. So now we're all just trying to like relearn what it means to be ourself and stay true to ourself and follow our own goals and our own dreams instead of, you know, conforming to whatever other people around us might expect from us. And I think that's something that's also important to think about. So I think it's a really exciting time uh, for all of us, no matter what your age. Um, we're living in a time where, you know, we do have a lot of opportunities, and we can do a lot of things, especially with like the internet and everything. We have a lot of resources available to us, and we're so lucky for that. So. I guess that's all I really wanted to say today. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I actually really enjoyed talking about this. Again, these things tend to turn into my mini therapy sessions, which is fine. um, Because I'm sure there's other people that can relate. But please go ahead and follow this podcast if you're enjoying it. Also, you can follow the Wellness and Chill Pod on Instagram. And I will also put all of my handles in the show notes below. So thank you so much for spending the time to listen today. And I can't wait to talk to you guys soon.